makes me feel special as a listener that they consider the sensitivity of my inner listening ear. I hate it when hosts have overactive saliva glands, and then I have to listen to the spittle crackle through my iPhone, uh, iPod headphones. Or when they eat when they're podcasting, and then I can hear the food morsels they're consuming. I'm like, dude, put down that pizza for another time that you're not recording. So thank you, Game of Bones, for putting down the pizza. Thank you, Zach, for removing the pizza. Yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> In you post-production. Have, you, you, forced, you forced our hands and removed the pizza from our mouth. Oh, it's a hard job, but someone's Someone got to do it. Do it. <laughs> was that, that was your Batman. Septimordain voice? Oh, that was Batman, everybody. Oh, that was Batman. <laughs> Batman. Are we starting the episode like that? Is that what we're doing? Uh, we're yeah, Batman. we're putting down the pizza. This is Game of Owns. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> Talking about pizza and Getting down. And all that Friday stuff. Friday, I want to have a pizza on a Friday. We're watching Friday starring Ice Cube. You have room for that after Thanksgiving? <laughs> oh, maybe not. Maybe not Happy Black Friday. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Oh my god! Right, yeah, oh, no kidding. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm uh, uh, currently feasting on an imaginary uh, pumpkin pie cheesecake. Vegan, That's of course. Come on, good. vegan, vegan. <laughs> pumpkin pie cheesecake. <laughs> hey, it exists. Shut up. Does it really? <laughs> it does. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm, ha- I'm eating it right now. It's not real cheese, man. There's not real cheese in cheesecake, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> so no, it's not. Oh, Game of Owns, everybody. It's a podcast. Sometimes I say that every week. <laughs> My mind is blown. <laughs> I'm Mike Tannenbaum, everybody. Well, it's nice, nice to hear from you. The storm was a Aww. bitch, <laughs> but I'm back <laughs> and I'm proud. I'm also Mike Tannenbaum. Are you really? Yep. It's good to see you. No, How thanks. are you doing in Sweden, Micah? I am good at Sweden. I am Micah Tannenbaum. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Game of Bones. Yeah. Yeah. Mike is here. It's good to know that Mike is here. I mean, I'm here. It's good to know that we're all here. On Friday. I know, I'm glad to be back. Yeah. I missed you guys. I we missed you too. You remember the thing we were talking about last night? The the whole thing with the uh, thing. Remember that? I do. Yeah. Let's not hope that thing happens again. No. Yeah. Cool. Yep. I'll, send, I'll make sure you get that at some point. Oh, Mike is here. Hey, Mike, how are you doing? Yeah. How are you guys? <laughs> like Eric said, it's Friday, and uh, we're getting down because it's time to bring Game of Owns to you once again. Uh, it's a podcast that we all make together in our bedroom. <laughs> yes, we share. We have bunk beds. We do, and uh, four wait, of them. Are they four stacked or is it Dude, two, two? Four, four stacked. Come on. Okay. Well, who's who's who are the middlest ones? I don't know, but I want the top bunk. Are you serious? Yes, I'm serious. Yeah, she's it, the lightest. I claimed it. Do okay. you wet the bed? Because if you wet the bed, you can't <laughs> oh, be on the top. Bunk. I'm trying to contain myself. <laughs> Eric, I heard it. That's why Eric said last night. He was like, "Guys, it's raining, <laughs> <laughs> and it tastes like piss." <laughs> well, he was. He wasn't. Yeah, he was in yeah. the bottom bank, so that could have been any of us. Okay. Well, this it's, is it's, disgusting. It is. This is so fitting of Game of Thrones. It stones. is. So well, like this, this is almost as gross as all the stuff that the Targaryens did with their brothers and sisters. Right. Well, listen. They started off an episode with a shitting so i think we're all, we're all right you know yeah yeah db benhoff right. and weiss you know learn from the best they do i was actually watched troy recently and learned that uh benioff actually wrote that as well so really? nice work troy, yeah, being, oh troy being the one wow. film you've discovered that sean bean does not die in yes for all the listeners out there sean bean does not die yet troy he is, is a, a beautiful hero. film it is beautiful. Uh, I'm is really amazing. just talking about Bradley Pitt. I love... Oh, no. Come on. We've got Sean Bean and we've got Orlando Bloom. Who who even notices Bradley Orlando Bradley Bloom plays so. Paris, the biggest shithead of all time. Oh, but he is so <laughs> handsome. You're kidding me. You've got to be. I'm not kidding you. 
I mean, if looks were just looks, if you're going to be that shallow, Selena. I am going to be that shallow. Okay, fine. <laughs> just right now. You guys know about uh, Ask a Ninja, the YouTube uh, slash podcast sensation? Ask a Ninja, yeah. During the uh, Pirates of the Caribbean review, which was a long time ago, um, <laughs> he describes uh, Kira Knightley as a slightly more manly version of Orlando Bloom. <laughs> 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 nice. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that is the shit. Which shows how... Uh, not manly Orlando Bloom is. So I don't think very That's highly true. of him. <laughs> anyway, the chapter that we're reading this week, if I could uh, share with you a little ditty from that. Are you guys ready for this? Yeah. We're yes. ready. It was queer how sometimes a child's innocent eyes can see the things that grown men are blind to. Ned is reeling as much as Ned can, who shows very little emotion. He's reeling from the uh, things that he learned from the mouths of his babes last week when they were fighting. And he knows that their innocent eyes saw what he was blind to, which was Joffrey not being the real prince of Westeros. Exactly. Yes. I mean, uh, Sansa was going on and on about her children were going to have lovely golden hair just like Joffrey. And Joffrey's nothing like that drunken King Robert. And then bang, clicked. Oops, Robert has dark brown hair. And that is a (laughs) dominant trait. And (laughs) Apparently... Yeah, that's we can just figure it out from from just one line. It's so funny. I mean, really, we've already talked about this whenever we brought on that uh, genetics discussion, um, whenever that was. But it's so funny that really, I mean, we know that Jamie and Cersei are doing their thing, but I mean, really, the only thing that Ned is basing this on is the fact that. Joffrey doesn't have dark hair. Well, she admits I mean, it soon enough, really. I mean, when he confronts Well, she does, Susie. but I still, you know, it's it's funny. I think it just, it makes sense. It, it comes, it, it's just all the detective work that Ned's been doing, he, he, you know, that kind of a reveal, all the pieces kind of fall together. It's, it's not so much that that's his only evidence, even though it is, but like all the circumstances surrounding what happened, all the secrecy, and the fact that the Lannisters would be behind it, potentially, like that would be motive. You know, that you right. couldn't really figure out a motive until that moment when you're like, oh, what if John Aaron found out and they need to protect that secret? Because it would obviously turn a few heads. So Ned has, I mean, this is chronologically, this is the these chapters that we've done this week are all pretty close together. Mm-hmm. You don't have like the time travel bit that most of these have. No. And um, Ned is. Or space travel. Right. Or space travel, if you mm-hmm. will. But Ned is just hanging out and he's dealing with his painful, painful existence of a leg. Pain gift from God. <laughs> no, Edda. I'm not going to do Asian. Pain gift from God, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Short round. So now somebody needs to say Grandmeister Pycelle told him. Grandmeister Pycelle told, told him. It mean born in knitting. The flesh heal itself. Be thankful. I will be thankful. When my leg stops throbbing. <laughs> Pycelle's... Pycelle... Go ahead. Go ahead. Pycelle set a stoppered flask on the table by the bed. The milk of poppy for when pain grow too onerous. <laughs> I sleep too much already. Sleep is great, healer. I had hoped that was you. <laughs> this is There's my that sarcasm. Voice. I, I do. I, ten, I sense a little bit of sarcasm, guys. I think, uh, Selena, we got a little bit of a, of Nedward from the throne room. He's carrying over that dry sense of humor. <laughs> and Pycelle yes. did a little smile there. He was happy with Ned for like the he's, first time. He all, smiled all, wanly. 
Wanley. Wanley. I think Judd Apatow co-wrote this chapter as well as the other one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> but it's true. He's like, I had hoped that was you. I hope you're the great healer. Uh, guys, Ned's in pain, you know? It's not okay what happened to him. That damn horse is going to pay. They're saving it no, for Braun. No, not the horse. They're saving it for Braun, the horse flesh. He loves it. Mmm. Mm, delicious. Darkwing's dark words. Darkwing Duck brought Ned a little letter. Um, Pycelle handed it to him because Ned Darkwing does, Duck? doesn't really want to walk that around. That is a badass reference. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, love that yeah, reference. Yeah. So uh, what happened is Tywin's gotten wind of the order that Ned sent out that we all think was perfectly fine and that he should have maybe even made it a stronger order of Curly Fries. And he's <laughs> mad. He's angry that Ned did this. And so Tywin meant to show his displeasure with the hand of the king. Indeed. I, I think in this chapter too, we start to learn that it, at least it's discernible to me that other people are aware. It, it, Ned, Ned seems to think that how could nobody else notice this? But I think just by the conversation that he has with Baelish, we know Varys is always in the know. The question then becomes, though, why is it that nobody else has brought this to light? Right. Right. Well, because it, it benefits them. I don't think that, like, have... Because they're chummy with the Lannisters, and who knows what Varys is planning in the background. I mean, they, they're not going to cause a fuss, because whoever outs them is going to... It's going to completely stir up everything. It's going to throw everything to the shit place that we've seen <laughs> it shit go. Place. It's all going to go there. Right to the shit place. <laughs> it's going to go to the shit place. That is, you know, the, where we find ourselves in season two. So it's, um, like, I see why they're not just saying anything. They're like every other person, though, in the world when you think about it. People are just like, all right, I'm going to hold my tongue. I mean, I guess if you kind of think about it, in modern times, honor is kind of dead. At least the people that it think is. like Ned. And R.R. Martin does a really good job of illustrating that here. And then the chapters to come because we know what indefinitely happens to Ned using his honor system. And yeah. it's kind of spelled out for us a little blood-like, a little bloodily, if you will. And um, they're all still alive and they're all still doing well. They're all still rich and they all still live in like the sweetest homes in the kingdom where they always have pie to steal. You know, they always have really good shit. And those creature comforts, at least in this time that they're telling about, is really the most important stuff in people's life. They're not really at the point where they want to buy iPods or they want to buy, you know, like a new TV show on iTunes. Just being comfortable and having good food is pretty much all they want. So this is all they care about. So, of course, they're not going to screw it up. The other thing is, uh, you know, maybe they're wiser than Ned in the fact that they're not going to go straight up to Cersei Lannister and be like, dude, I know you're banging your brother. Like... To reveal themselves, like, knowledge is power, <laughs> to quote Baelish. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it, it's just, if you did know something like that, then you have dirt on the queen or whatever. But just keep that to yourself for a little while. Don't walk straight over to her and be like, I know, I know something you know, but nobody else right. knows. Um, which I think is Ned's tragic misstep. Exactly. Sadly, Ned does have that duty to Robert, you know, to to Bran and everything that he was talking about in this chapter to to get the truth out because that's just the kind of man that he is. And sadly, I think that that's not the kind of man that is going to survive in this kind of environment. Ned right. thinks to himself, shattered legs may heal in time, but some betrayals fester and poison the soul. Oh, mm. I was so hoping that would be a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> he's not okay with this. And I mean, obviously we know that he's not okay with anything that's happening, but I just thought, you know, when Littlefinger comes in and there's that bit where he's like, I really think I'm just going to tell Littlefinger everything. 
Because, I mean, in this chapter, we're so much inside of Ned's head. It's A, a lot of it isn't very dialogue-driven. A lot of it is inside of his head. And there's some really, really deep thoughts. And I would say this chapter is the one that we really discover Ned coming to terms with everything that's happening and then what he has to do. Mm-hmm. And well, it's nice we get to spend some time inside Ned's head because soon we can't. Right. Soon Ned's head <laughs> will be separate from his body. Hanging yeah. out somewhere else uh, beside yeah. George Bush's head, right? Oh, yeah. yes, right. allegedly. Allegedly, excuse me. You can almost tell that Baelish knows, right? There's that scene as he's walking out. He looks at the book and he has a conversation oh, he with knows. Ned about John Aaron. And I really like though how Ned, you, like you're saying, you get inside his head and he's just so tactical. He's breaking down. Well, should I tell Baelish? Should I tell Varys? Grandmaster Pycelle, he's in the Lannisters' pockets. And then he thinks about Sir Barristan the Bold, and he said, well, Sir Barristan probably would just do his duty. you know." So he really has nobody to trust. There's nowhere he can go to, to receive any sort of counsel. You know what we need, guys, on this show really badly? We need appendums to our names. Barristan the Bold, like Selena the Blank, Eric the Blank, Micah the Blank, Zach the Blank. We do. That oh would be my cool. God. Eric you know the Great Joy. Is that a listener challenge? <laughs> listener challenge just born out of thin air within the show. Guys, sinister tweets and all the other ways to send us stuff that you definitely know by now, especially if you've listened mm-hmm. to the entire repertoire of the whole show in one day. You probably well, have an idea. I mean, considering Eric's epic love for Theon, I was thinking Eric the Fishwife might not be. The Fishwife? <laughs> the Fishwife. Selena, you just think of what, figure out what name I come up with. with just wait. Uh, just wait you're for welcome you. to retaliate. Com- not- competition is steep, guys. So send them in yes. and we'll, we'll read them off next week. Fishwife. So one of those days. Show you a Fishwife. <laughs> yeah, you will. So that's you know, true, uh, but I, I feel like it's very clear what Littlefinger was thinking, and then it became even clearer when he was saying as he left the room to Ned, when he saw the book, he took one look at the book, and then he looked at Ned, and he just said, it is known. <laughs> Good old Ned. He's, he's really contemplating what he should do at this moment, and true to form, he thinks about the children and what is going to potentially happen to them as a result of this news coming out. And his instinct is to make sure that they're safe. So he decides that he's going to set up a meeting with Cersei Lannister, who comes in her hoodie uh, <laughs> to the Godswood. And you know, there's that flashback where he's thinking about what happened to Rhaegar's children and how they were brutally murdered. And he can't live with the idea that because of him revealing this information, that Joffrey and Tommen and Marcella could suffer the same fate at the hands of Robert. He's a classy guy. I mean, honestly. Mm-hmm. He is. Classy Ned. Classy Ned. <laughs> Ned the Classy. That's what they call him. And Wonderful. Yeah. Only his friends, though. He really thinks that um, that Cersei's hot when she comes in. You know? He, yeah, he touches her cheek. Right? Well, he, t- he touches her cheek. That was a, a gesture of manliness. Mm-hmm. But when she walks in, he's like, he's having an inner dialogue with himself. And he says, he's like, you know, I usually don't see it. Because we're usually yelling at each other or something. But she looks really beautiful. I can tell how people think she's really beautiful. She looks great right now. She was described as like an elf, an elven princess or something in right. this scene. Right. Like she's slinked over. And like was... they're sitting in Rivendell. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I, this, this entrance does uh, bear reminiscence to like Arwen. Yeah, that's what I thought as well. Yeah, but Arwen... It, was she supposed to be as hot as this, though? Honestly, 
Hell yeah. You think so? Yeah. Okay. So Arwen's a badass. She's a sword princess, and she's good at stuff. Mm-hmm. And Cersei has her looks, and she comes over to Ned, and basically Ned starts breaking down everything to her. Now, at this point, I was surprised because I'm thinking to myself, Ned, I realize that you're really honorable and stuff, but you're telling her yeah, in your that condition. Was stupid. You're telling her everything, and she's just going to go tell everyone else everything, but it's not going to be what you told her. It's going to be what she wants people to hear in mm. order to lead to your credibility being taken away. But here, I here's know, that amount, was ridiculous. Here's what Ned's honor amounts to. It's essentially summed up by the first words that they speak to each other, which is Cersei says, why here? And Ned replies, so the gods can see. Yep. You know, like, mm. it's just, even no matter what happens to him on this earth, the fact is that the gods saw Ned, um, you know, unclothing her disrobing her from her you know showing to light her her sin essentially so and that kind of that's important to ned that's you know the 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 fact that they're meeting in the kingswood or the sorry in the godswood to do this um you know is symbolic to him and it's important is that why you called me here lord stark to pose me riddles or is it your intent to seize me as your wife seized my brother if you truly believed that you would never have come ned touched her cheek Gently. Has he done this before? <laughs> Once or twice. She shied away from his hand. <laughs> Never on the face before. Jamie would have killed him, mm. even if it meant his own life. Cersei looked at him defiantly. My brother is worth a hundred of your friend. Your brother or your lover? <laughs> oh. Both. <laughs> <laughs> wow, bow, wow. <laughs> brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken, Both. brown cow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's peanut butter jelly time. <laughs> she did not Ew. flinch from the truth. <laughs> we were children together. <laughs> so gross. <laughs> and why not? <laughs> Should I keep going? Yes. No? That's, what, okay. that's what Jamie said. Yeah, but, but I think okay. she's just going to pick up the pace with the... the being defensive. Okay, so since we were children together, and why not? The Targaryens wed brothers and sister for 300 years to keep the bloodlines pure, and Jamie and I are more than brother and sister. We are one person in two bodies. Mm. We shared a womb together. He came into this world holding my foot, my feet. our old maester said. <laughs> <laughs> he has a foot fetish. When he is in me, I feel whole. Whole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful love story, isn't it? It's so it's so gorgeous when you put it that way. <laughs> yes. But Ned is like, fuck that shit, my son Bran. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fuck that shit, my son Bran. To her credit, <laughs> Cersei did not look away. He saw us. You love your children, don't do you not? Robert had asked him the very same question. The morning of the melee, Super Smash Brothers. He gave her the same answer. With all my heart. <laughs> All right, this is no, painful. Okay, <laughs> so basically, we can keep going. <laughs> here's a good character moment. Ned thought, if it came to that, the life of some child I did not know against Rob and Sansa and Arya and Bronn and Rickon, what would I do? Even more so, what would Catelyn do if it were Jon's mm. life against the children of her body? He did not know. He prayed he never would. Like, she this would is a... kill Jon so easily. Oh, she would have killed Jon. <laughs> Terrible. Would. She as good as killed him by not loving him. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, we find out inside of Ned's head that 
I mean, and this was the first time I figured it out. Maybe I wasn't smart enough. But when John Aaron said at his deathbed, the seed is strong, I think we all thought he was referring to his own son and how he came out so nice and strong. And then he didn't. And so I was confused. John Aaron is the milk of the poppy getting to you just a little bit. And so here, here we find out what he means is the seed is strong in the Baratheons. If you go back generations or as far back as he could thumb through in this book, they were all dark of hair. I, I still don't get it. I, I still think seed, I, I think the way it's worded is a little is still a little too cryptic or vague. It's kind of like I open at the close. I really still don't get that. Like the phrase, it just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't fit as evenly into the page, in the, where it should that I think it should. Okay. You know, the seed no, is strong. No, that was like the close of the book. I open at the close. Like what? Hmm. It just opens at the end of the, at the close of the story? Yeah, at the book. Like why did, <laughs> exactly. why did it, it opens at the end of the book? Way to break the fourth wall, yeah. J.K. Rowling. I mean, Harry, Harry is just like, I'm ready to <laughs> right. die. Muggle what does cast. that have Come to on, do guys. with the closing? Okay, so the seed is strong. That's just not... It's, those aren't last words. That, that doesn't make sense to anybody. Clue. Especially considering, I mean, the thing with John Aaron is that he clearly was trying to be a bit more tactical about all of this than Ned. Um, but considering that he was like on the brink of dying, wouldn't he have just said, look, <laughs> this is not your kid? <laughs> like, Instead of going all cryptic on him, like that didn't really wasn't necessary. But I guess then we wouldn't have a story. Well, but if he did that, then his whole household would be in trouble. You know what I mean? I guess so. I mean, there's a risk of it. Okay, if I That's died, and, or if, excuse me, if I was dying, what I would say, I would finally tell everybody the location of my buried treasure. <laughs> like, that's what I would Ooh. do. But instead, he decided to make a story, which eventually turned into Game of Thrones. So, which probably has made more than my buried treasure is. What's your buried treasure? Uh, it's a, uh, it's an old classic Smith Corona typewriter, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I buried it when I was eight years old. Was it working when you buried it? Yeah. Oh, okay. So John Aaron just got one of those and yeah, typed exactly. it up. Yeah, exactly. So typed the, up the will. It begs the question, though, who found out that John Aaron knew and, and who ultimately is responsible for his death? I mean, we get hints that Grandmeister Pycelle could have played a role in it. You know the answer to this question, you son of a I do bitch. know the answer to, to the question. Bitch, you're hiding so it does, so well. So does Selena. You bastard. Mm-hmm. But you're, it, it begs the question, you know, is there somebody out there that that – stands to gain from his death just like they would from Ned's death. And I know the obvious answer is Cersei, but is there anybody else? I mean, who who do you think at the end of the day is responsible for doing the deed? Jamie uh, was. He did I the know deed. who it is. <laughs> I think I think because your answer you're asking this question, Micah, you probably know it and it's somebody well, yeah. we wouldn't expect. It's like uh Sir Davos. Sirio or I was surprised. Yeah. Davos or uh, maybe Theon but uh, it's definitely Theon. It's definitely it's Theon. Theon. Yeah, you got it. Between his reps in the gym, he decided to make <laughs> yeah. a plot to ruin the the king. But but we really get a, a deep insight, I think, here into Cersei's character, right? So we see it during the show when there's that moment between Rob uh, Robert and Cersei, and they're talking to each other. But here you get it really between her and Ned, and you you can tell that. She's hurt. I mean, her wedding night, Robert crawls on top of her and calls her Lyanna. Mm-hmm. And we learn even more so that basically there was one time that Cersei had a kid by Robert, but Jamie helped her get rid of it. And that basically she Robert's been so drunk all these years that anytime there's been uh some something something about to happen, she finds mm-hmm. other ways to uh to please him. 
At least that's what she says in the book. Right. So, I mean, he's drunk anyway. Yeah, exactly. She so, said, she, she was like, he forgets it the next morning, so whatever. Gotta feel bad for her, even though she's a bitch. Oh, absolutely. That'd I mean, I feel bad for her big time. I, I really, beyond how terrible she is, I mean, do you really think that she went into it, into the marriage and everything? No. Being so poisonous? No. No, she's I mean, definitely... We, we, yeah. We've seen that from her before, that she had idea, you know, how about how great it was going to be to marry this amazing, you know, Gendry-looking prince, and what she <laughs> ended up with you know, is enough to drive anyone bitter. But, I mean, if that Liana moment never happened, would she have had some Baratheons, and, you know, you'd have kids with dark hair and kids Absolutely. with light I would have given it away. She, she couldn't have one kid with brown hair, otherwise it'd be like, <laughs> uh... No, but, been... I mean, then she popped out one with blonde hair, wouldn't have been that surprising, because... She's got blonde hair, and and I don't think anything would have been thought of it. That would have been confusing, though, because like, wh- I mean, what would Jamie have done? Would he have been happy with that? Like, that's just in sense of a whole new bunch of questions. I think that he would have probably stayed as a secret lover, as those people in power in this story have. But if she would have stayed in love with Robert, I think that she would have been like, but I love him. He's my husband and shit, and we want to have princes. Because she's like Sansa in that respect when they first got married. Right. Mm. Yep. So we get to this awkward moment where Cersei tries to use her looks to <laughs> and her soft convince touch. Ned. That is awkward. And her, her soft, soft touch. touch and her supple cheekbones. Yep. Yes. You know what I must do? He says. She says, "Must." A true man does what he will, not what he must. Ah. Uh, her fingers brush lightly against his thigh. The gentlest of promises. And then Ned says, "No." <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> he shuts her down. We all knew that Ned would shut her down. Ned wouldn't subscribe to that. We all know how much he beats himself up over air quotes to John. So whatever, you know. Yeah, he won't give in to temptation. Not even uh, the queen. And and she knew that. I believe that she knew that. Unless she had a lot of confidence in herself. Oh, still, but he does it so damn well, doesn't he? Um, he shuts her down. She says, "Be kind to me, Ned. I swear to you, you shall never regret it." He says, "Did you make the same offer to John Aaron?" And she Smack. slaps him, Smack. and he says, I shall wear that as a badge of honor. <laughs> in her face. Right that in that face. awesome. Yeah. So she goes on and on. I mean, we don't want to obviously have to paraphrase this entire thing, but basically what happens is she threatens him back, and she's like, what about my wrath? And we all saw this in the mm-hmm. in that episode where they have the big breakdown. Actually, that's a lot of people's... A lot of you consider that your favorite episode, or your favorite part, or exchange of lines or exchange of words. Mm-hmm. And then she accuses him of, well, if you wanted power, if you want to make these kinds of decisions, why didn't you just take the throne? You could have just sat down on the throne. Jamie told me about it. He says you just made him get up and leave. That was your moment. All you needed to do was climb those steps and sit. Such a sad mistake. I have made more mistakes than you can possibly imagine. But that was not one of them. Oh. Oh, but it was, my lord. <laughs> when you play the Game of Thrones, you win, win or you, you die. die. There is no middle ground. <laughs> <gasps> oh my god, it's so good. It's the name of the show. It's the name of the show. It's the name of the book. It's slightly the name of this show. It's uh, That's where it is, everyone. It all comes yeah. down to that sentence. The own of owns of all time. It all comes down to that yeah. moment. I, I think that's the own of the series so yeah. far. I think it pretty yeah. much is. I'm going to agree with you, yeah. She served notice and he didn't realize. 
So basically, that's the end of the chapter. She pieces out, and Ned's left with his thoughts, and he's got to stagger all the way back. How big of an idiot is he, though? Yeah, I mean, he does I not. Because he, he, he doesn't end that situation with the upper hand at all. You know, telling her that he knew her secret really just signed, sealed his fate. You know, put the nail in it his own coffin. It was so stupid because this was the moment. I mean, we've talked about the moment at the the crossroads, literally the end of the crossroads being the crossroads for the series. But this even more so because Ned has all the information he needs. He has all the information to go to Robert, even though Robert's dying right now, but that he doesn't know that. Or, you know, but then he chooses the quote-unquote honorable paths. He chooses to go to the woman who he knows has done all these horrible things she's a horrible person he's like yeah I know your secret please leave the kingdom now yeah and she's I was like, like what do you yeah. think no. is gonna happen she's I like, generally yeah. support his decisions generally but right now he's talking to a woman who they have just conversed casually about how she made his son almost die and is now paralyzed for the rest of his life mm-hmm. a small boy this is someone who is terrible and you're literally letting her just walk away yeah, yeah. he should he should have taken out uh What's the name of his uh, sword? Ice. 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 He should have just taken ice out. Yeah. Bum, 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 ba dum, bum. I mean, and he just... should have at least put her in chains and been like, okay, guys, Chain- I know Where's this is the queen. Where's he going to get chains? Incarcerous. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you're floating upside down now. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Levy Corpus, just so you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, but Incarcerous uh, binds her. and then. But that's the thing, though. It, he has no allies there. That's what. It's what, not a smart decision on this right. part, you know. <laughs> I know. All I could think of. <laughs> I know. Yeah, Sorry. you're right, Micah. Reading this chapter, all I could think of was that scene from season two of the TV show where Stannis Baratheon says, "You know, my brother made the mistake of, or not my brother. He said, you know, Ned Stark made the mistake of telling only me, um, you know, the whole Queen's secret. I will not make that mistake. Yep. Um, you know, he's so he sent the letter to everybody, telling them." You know about that, but, but that's that's the thing. Ned is keeping quiet to every single other person. He should have shout. He should be shouting it from King's Landing rooftops right now. Um, and instead, he is quiet. I think he's just so embarrassed. Like it's like secondhand embarrassment. He cannot believe what what Jamie and Cersei have done, and like the fact that there's children of this. I think he's just it mortifies him. I don't think he could bring himself to shout it. Well, and there's that honor thing where it's right for the king to be the first informed. King shouldn't have to hear it from a gossiper on a lowly you know street from the town a few towns over. Um, the king should be the first person. But you know, Ned wants to counsel Robert on the whole thing and how they should proceed because they're buds but he doesn't know that robert's not coming back and that he will never get the opportunity he is just looking out for his friend like what if your friend what if you found out like some infidelity it's like well i don't want to go tell everyone else without at least talking about it to my friend yeah it's just it's just it's not only honorable but it's just a friend thing to do like okay well i Try not to go behind your back. That's true. Unfortunately, this is not the kind of situation where that really matters because this is life or death and the the rule of a of a kingdom, which is for all intents and purposes, you know, like the presidency. So it, you kind of gotta be careful and just do business first, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. So the question now is, what happens next? Bum bum bum. He wins or he dies. It's <laughs> true. I wonder there is no middle ground. No middle there ground. There is none. Is this is this your own of the episode? Is this what this is? You're showing this photo? No, it's in my, the show notes. Look my own it. of the episode. Shit, I just had it. Um, it's got to be this picture. It's because you posted it in Skype well, twice. Yeah, yeah. It's it's this <laughs> it's this picture because I um, discovered that when I accidentally dropped my book while reading this chapter, and I'm like, oh, there's George R. R. Martin. 
It fell out like a secret. The photo from Paris McBride. Um, that, oh, that's his girlfriend. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Or wife like or something like that. God, don't you keep up with the gossip? <laughs> Come on, what's Eric. The, what's the gossip? What's the lady? She's not his sister, is she? <laughs> no. Oh, no. God. Wow. No. <laughs> no. No. My real own is from Baelish, and he says, <laughs> I cannot uh, visit long, my lord. Lady Tonda expects me to have lunch with her. No doubt she will roast me a fatted calf. If it's near as bad as her daughter, I'm likely to rupture and die. And how is your leg? So, yeah, that's my own too. Being so. cruel on somebody else's yeah. daughter. Yep, I that's got, my own too. I gotta give it to um, to Ned again. I feel like I have to give him my own while I still can. Um, the wow. I shall wear that as a badge of honor. It caught me by such surprise I actually laughed out loud which hardly mm. ever happens What's funny is, I loved it it's just one of those well written lines because I think in the yeah. chap- in the chapter where Circe said it we gave her the own and now yes, Ned says exactly. it and you're giving that him the so own that was so brilliant and then he just throws it back in her face literally and it's just it's so funny and like it's like he said it dryly and I'm just like Ned when did you get so funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> mine's also from Littlefinger uh, it's, it's later on in that conversation uh, that Eric was talking about. So Littlefinger lifted an eyebrow. In the future, try not to let any horses fall on it, referring to his leg. <laughs> I would urge you to heal quickly. The realm grows restive. If you guys want to match the brilliance of said previous owns, mine excluded because mine was not in there because Eric did take mine. You um, you can do that by sending us a tweet at twitter.com slash game of owns or even an email. If you feel like being secretive and not public about your words to us, it's contact at game of If you have a press inquiry, like the spam ones that we get sometimes don't send it. <laughs> we'll appreciate it. Well, speaking of Twitter though, uh, we do have a couple tweets. We do read before the show closes out today for the week. Uh, the first one is from Mary does not tweet. But apparently she does. I think it's doesn't. You got to use that right there. <laughs> oh, Mary doesn't tweet. Yeah, come on, man. Gotcha. It's, yeah. There was no apostrophe. Threw me off. Okay. <laughs> um, she says, awesome job with the Hodor interview. Podcast keeps getting better and better. X. She put an X. X. That means kiss. Oh, hey. Hey. This one's from Even um, Semi. Okay. Uh, it says, baking. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. Go ahead. <laughs> They say, <laughs> baking cookies and listening to Game of Owns. Almost as good as sewing and listening to Game of Owns. Oh. That's awesome. Can I do one? <laughs> Selena, wait your fucking turn. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll take this one from Unforgiven. Fell asleep living, listening to Game of Owns and dreamt of Hodor dancing to Gangnam Style. Thanks, Christian, there, and it was amazing. Oh, but <laughs> if you listen to that interview, that you would know that Hodor hates Gangnam Style. Exactly. <laughs> Yes, he refused to play it. I haven't even listened to it still, and I'm, oh, I'm come enjoying on, that. Man. No, I won't. I, I mean, you okay, have to. It's not that I won't. It's just that in my natural life, I've literally never heard of it, uh, aside from really vague tweets, and I don't click everything. So I'm whatever. the same. I only watched it like on a on a commercial like a while back. Otherwise, I haven't seen it. Exactly. So Voldemort did one. <laughs> yeah, you did. Uh, <laughs> but uh, don't say his name, by the way. Yeah. What oh, yeah, wrong with yeah. you? Yeah, Sorry. Yeah. yeah, but he's not around anymore, so we don't have to worry about that. Uh, he's not with us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> so uh, a few days ago, I tweeted, Winter is coming from Game of Owns profile, because I thought that was just so witty. Um, <laughs> and then a stream of witty replies came from your end. And by your, I mean you, the listener, people, John, Jacob, Jingleheimer, and Schmidt, 
all of you guys listening. Hey, and Helen Mary Pye <laughs> replied to us. She said, winter's been, although it's been a bit chilly today. And you know, I would agree with her, guys. It's been very cold here in Vegas. It's literally cold. And I don't know. It must be like terrible where you guys are. I'm assuming. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm stuck under like 10 feet of snow over here. Are you serious? Yeah, it's like, no. <laughs> and Eric's dire wolf is speaking up right now. Yeah, yeah I know. There. Uh, My dire wolf is cold. I need shoes. I need those cute shoes for <laughs> terriers. <laughs> Bark once if you're in Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> but it's oh, like, uh, it's actually, we're having a little bit of a warm spell. And by warm, I mean 50. Um, right. Right now up in uh, Chicago. But during the week, it was uh, quite chilly. On Twitter, Tran Nguyen, one of our favorite people in the entire world, says... Zach and Eric, you guys have a lovely bromance. Smiley emoticon. Aww. Aww. I agree. Aww. It's Our friend uh, Jose uh, from Canada says, it's below freezing point in Canada. Winter is already here. Yeah. Well, you live in Canada, so. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> when half your continent is, or half your country is Arctic tundra. Do you guys <laughs> imagine that Canada is like beyond the wall? Yeah, it is. It is beyond the wall. Thank you. There's currently no wall keeping Canada out. And do you think there should be? Absolutely. (laughs) Don't answer that. Put a wall up. Those people. I do think think of Canada as being north of the wall now that I think about it. No, they don't. They can can come. They they can come over and visit. It's fine. Yeah, Um, they'll be like Agreed in the wildlings. Let me think. Let me think. If you want to join the ranks of said people that have tweeted at us, uh, do it. With your with your buttons, or if you have a touchscreen phone, do it with your thumbs. Or yeah. if you have a bigger one, one of those Samsung ones that are way too big for hands and that are coming in and out brown colors, well, that's weird. Just use your four fingers; they 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 all work. And uh, you can also rate and review us on iTunes. Uh, we appreciate your five star rating. Nothing else is acceptable. And uh, <laughs> the sense of threat from earlier on in the week still stands. And uh, it's pretty terrifying, Mike. I actually, it is. It's scary. Look. Uh, let, let me tell you something. I don't think any of us would want to sit in a room with... How old is she? 14. Too old. 14. Old 13, She's old enough. Right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. And have her talk to uh, us about Joffrey for 15 hours. The door's locked. You can't get out. No. Uh, no I food, don't know. no drink. I what? Would, I would change her opinion of uh, of Joffrey by introducing myself properly. To by her. <laughs> no, no. I, I said I'd introduce <laughs> myself just to her properly to her. Girl. Hey, you know, really? they're older back then. Age is just a number, Selena. Oh. Really? <laughs> this is episode 38, and it is just a number. I'm sorry. You'd be way too old for her. She'd be like, but Erica's nice, but she's so old. Yeah, I guess like 24 in the Game of Thrones universe is oh, like Oh, yeah, 50. it's like ancient. I'm Eric's <laughs> Anyway. And I do not approve this message. <laughs> I guess I'm Selena. Welcome. I'm pretty sure I'm like, I don't know. That's goodbye. Cool. Goodbye. Something about goodbye. Goodbye. Oh man, that's perfect. Goodbye. Let's go visit Dubai. Goodbye. (laughs) Goodbye. (laughs) 